Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. So today what we're going to be talking about is alkaline diets. Are they legit or are they bullshit? Okay, quite frankly, that's what we're going to explore, okay? Are alkaline diets legit or are they bullshit? Well, first to explain what an alkaline diet is, because that's obviously something we have to start with before we get into whether it works and whether it's safe and all this sort of stuff. We're going to talk about, go back to basic chemistry of what pH is, because alkaline diets are proposed as a way to adjust our blood pH. Well, pH is essentially a scale used to grade how acidic or alkaline a solution is. So in essence, we're looking at, you know, adjusting our blood from being acidic to be more alkalized. That's essentially what the alkaline diet does. And the alkaline diet is proposed as restoring your body from acidic state that's caused due to these proposed, you know, quote unquote, acidic foods. And these days, you even have not just alkaline diets that you follow, you have alkaline water and all this kind of products out there, alkaline this and alkaline that proposed to do the same thing. Well, is this all true or is this all just a myth? Okay, well, I'm going to explain it today, but let's start with first saying why it's proposed as a health solution. Well, followers of the diet suggest that being too acidic because of certain foods that we eat, that it's not really good for our health and it can kind of develop things like cancers and this sort of stuff in the future. So that we need to therefore alkalize, okay, quote unquote, our body to be healthy and fight these diseases such as cancer. And that's the big one that they, that they propose. So that's essentially why it's proposed as a health solution because they're saying that we as humans, because of our current diet, are too acidic and we need to be more basic, which is another word for alkaline, okay? So do alkaline diets actually work? That's why you clicked on today's episode. To really learn, does it even work? I've heard about this alkaline diet from this celebrity or I read it here or my friend said that they were drinking this water there and you're wondering, does it even work? It's a simple answer. Drum roll. Just pretend there's a drum roll. Simple answer is no. Okay, no. Alkaline diets don't work. Not in the way that they're proposed to work. So keep in the back of your mind that what you're made to do on an alkaline diet is not necessarily unhealthy because it does support a lot of kind of plant-based foods and that sort of stuff, but it's unnecessarily restrictive for no actual result for the actual proposed mechanism that, it, that it's said to do. Because the truth is you can't change the pH of your blood just like that. Okay, you can change only the pH of your urine. So I mean, if your goal is for whatever reason to change the pH of your, of your urine, and that's just the way you roll, then maybe it's something to look into. But I'm here to say that that's probably a waste of your time and there's no point to that. And it's just going to be a basically a pursuit and fallacy. It's just, well, what's the point of doing that? The reality is you can't change the pH of your blood. And that's what the alkaline diet is proposed to do. There's no evidence at all to support this. It's, yeah, it's quite frankly one of the diets where I can truly say that it's, you know, bullshit. And that's just the truth. Now, 
if you were to be able to change your pH of your blood, so let's let's do a hypothetical world where the alkaline diet can actually alkalize you, so to speak, you wouldn't want to do that, okay? You wouldn't want to do that because you may be wondering, well, it doesn't work, but you know, is it safe? Maybe should I just do it to see how I feel on it? Well, I mean, it's not going to do anything really from the point of view of changing pH pH of your blood, and that's good because that's unsafe. Your body needs a regulated pH to survive. And your body regulates this. Changing a pH could actually very well kill you. So if the alkaline diet actually worked in the way it did, it would be a very dangerous diet to do. Luckily, it doesn't. It's going to be at, at most, it's going to just restrict your diet. So it's going to be unsustainable. It's going to restrict your diet. So you maybe develop some deficiencies in certain foods. And it's going to restrict your diet to the point where you, well, what's the point? You're just wasting your money on all these products and all this sort of stuff when you could be putting it in, you know, in savings for, for like a little thing that you enjoy, maybe like a massage gun or something or, or new exercise equipment or a gym membership or whatever it may be or a holiday eventually when we can actually travel. Don't, yeah, alkaline diet not only doesn't work. It can be considered safe, I guess. It's just pointless. But even if, if you could actually adjust your pH of your blood, which is it's proposed to do, that would be very dangerous. Your body does this for you. If your pH of your body is going out of whack, then you've got more serious problems than what kind of diet you're doing. Okay, trust me on this. Now, there are some specific exceptions, quote unquote, kind of, where we're talking about, you know, pH in the body and adjusting this to make us more optimized and, and it's more so for performance than, than health necessarily. And that's in the use of things like bicarb soda, you know, the classic good old bicarb soda you can get in your pantry in terms of reducing and buffering out like some of the acidity caused by certain types of exercise. But we'll touch upon that very soon. But that's a very specific case for athletes. And it's not saying that you just adjust your pH of your blood, you know, for a consistent diet you do over the long term and that's the way you do it because you're too acidic because of because someone, some pseudoscientist said that, that your body's too acidic because of certain foods. Now, just to give you an idea what kind of foods, just so we can kind of go full circle, some of the foods they propose as being quite acidic is foods that have, you know, protein and phosphates and sulfurs and stuff. So we're talking, you know, meats, poultry, fish, dairy, eggs, grains, and alcohol. These things are considered like acidic-based foods and they cause, you know, a change in the acidity in your body and therefore we're too acidic and therefore we need to alkalize, otherwise we'll be unhealthy and vulnerable to diseases. Basically, they propose this whole theory. It's called the ash-ass ass what am i talking about the acid ash ash hypothesis okay so acidic ash is thought to make you kind of vulnerable to disease and stuff stuff like that so they're saying that alkaline diets are protective against this okay so yeah some of the acidic foods like i said is things like meats and and dairies and eggs and you know high protein based foods and grains of course because what kind of fat diet wouldn't exist that doesn't demonize grainy foods in some freaking way and then, of course, alcohol, which, yeah, you know, you can argue alcohol is not good for you, of course. Like, the less, the better, really, I always say. Like, I'm not a drinker myself, but even when I'm talking to clients, I'm like, if you drink it, that's okay. We can still get you results. You can still be healthy. But, you know, we've got to moderate it. But, yeah, so that's the only one you can kind of think. We go, eh, yeah, cut out the alcohol. You'd probably be healthier. But, yeah, there's no, there's no support. There's no evidence to support this. Like, it just doesn't, okay? So with that said, now that we know that the alkaline diet doesn't work in the way that it depends, and now that we know that even if it did, it would be unsafe, now you can kind of say, okay, the alkaline diet doesn't work for me. And it's pointless. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. And the alkaline water has become a lot more popular these days. And you get kind of disappointed because you see like your, you see your favorite 
like sports stars promoting it, like literally for me. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, there's nothing you can really do about it. You know, at the end of the day, nutrition is such such a vast topic that it's misinformation. You know, it can grab anyone. And when there's money involved in marketing and stuff like that, then things like alkaline water are obviously going to go, you know, they're obviously going to exist and they're obviously going to thrive. But you can't really change that. Is it hurting people? You know, from misinformation, you could argue it is. From a health perspective, I mean, alkaline water is just alkaline water. It's just water. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there that's extra beneficial for you. Alkaline diet, if someone were to do it, you could argue that it's bad for them because they're restricting certain foods and therefore developing deficiencies and a wrong mindset with food. But on paper, the diet itself is not traditionally unhealthy. It's just that it's very restrictive for no reason and you're just wasting your energy and your money and thing is you're believing at the end of the day you're believing something that's not true do you really want to be doing that i mean it's kind of like going through your life believing one thing and then realizing something else is true well i'm telling you now for the alkaline diet what the truth is <laughs> okay so now with that all said i did say there were some exceptions with the use of bicarb soda in in athletes and you know, those kind of supplements that can buffer your body so i'm going to explain a bit about that so you understand a bit about the evidence behind that because maybe you're like well, I heard something about using bicarb to change your pH. So what are you on, Alexa? Are you, are, you, are you just crazy today? Well, let me explain. So during anaerobic exercise, so if, to give you an example, types of anaerobic exercise, CrossFit, sprinting, etc., your body's demand for oxygen actually exceeds the actual supply that it has in the body. And because of this, your muscles cannot really rely on oxygen to produce energy. It just can't rely on it because it's not enough. So instead, it switches to what's called the anaerobic pathway. And creating energy through the anaerobic pathway, it actually produces what's called lactic acid. So I'm sure we all know about lactic acid when you've gone really hard in the gym and then you've stopped and you're like, ah, I'm on fire, like you're burning. Okay, Too much lactic acid obviously decreases your muscle cells pH below that seven, you know, the, the neutral, the way it needs to be, seven. So in essence, your muscles become, your muscle cells become acidic, so to speak. And this disruption in this balance of pH limits the energy production and your basically your muscle's ability to actually contract. Okay, so that's what it needs to be, it needs to contract. And both of these effects together ultimately leads to more fatigue and therefore your exercise performance goes down. And this is where bicarb soda, sodium bicarb soda can actually help because it kind of washes out and clears out the acidity from the muscle cells and helps restore an optimal pH. So this may then obviously, as you can see from what I've said, decrease fatigue and increase performance. See, we're not even talking about pH of your blood here, remember. We're talking about the pH of your muscle cells. But this is only kind of really kind of true way, other than obviously the urine, which we're not even going to talk about. Trust me, we're not going to talk about changing the pH of your urine. Come on, guys. So yeah, this is the only kind of way we can really directly adjust the pH of something in your body. But it's not your blood. It's not for an alkaline diet. It's a very specific case. And there are other supplements out there as well that can do this buffering effect for you that's not just bicarb. Because bicarb, there's some side effects that you don't want to go through, okay? I haven't personally experienced it, but I know, I know I've heard from people that have. It's something that you don't want to experience, and plus it doesn't taste that great. So if you were to take it, you'd want to be taking it with like cordial or something like that. But yeah, but that's something, supplements not, not what we're talking about today. It's something to discuss with your sports dietitian or to look more into and do your own research for. But that's the only exception where we can directly influence a pH of something in the body using a dietary, dietary tool, so to speak. The alkaline diet in itself doesn't work. Even if it did, you wouldn't want it to because it could actually literally kill you. But in the sense of anaerobic exercise, there are some benefits to adjusting the pH of your muscles for certain you know, outside influences or nutritional tools. 
but that's a very specific case. And yeah, it's not saying that I'm saying go out and do. So I hope this all makes sense. Hope now that you understand more about the alkaline diet and the truth behind it and the fact that it is not this solution for your health that you've been thinking. Not only is that, it's just pointless. It doesn't even work in its way. It's kind of like, it's kind of like buying a car to do its purpose and it doesn't even drive, okay? That's kind of like what it is. It's kind of like just getting something that's supposed to do something and it doesn't do that intended thing. That's essentially what the alkaline diet is. And it doesn't hurt you necessarily directly, but you'll be living a lie. And so what's the point? Plus all the supplements and, you know, all the products and the waters that are alkaline, all that sort of stuff, probably wasting your money and they're probably quite expensive. Okay, it's been a while since I've gone out there, actually looked at the price of them, but I'm sure it's going to be, you know, a pretty penny. So yeah, that's today's topic done. We've answered the question. Is the alkaline diet legit or is it bullshit? Quite frankly, it is bullshit. It is bullshit. So now that you know that, hopefully that gives you more information to go forward with. If you've got any questions regarding any diets, of course, or all this specific diet, if you've got some questions to run by me, you've got my email in the show notes at alexa at theclimbingdietitian.com.au. Otherwise, if you don't want to email me, then you can obviously go to my Instagram at the climbing dietitian and send me a DM there. I'm always active on there. So you'll be able to reach me and we can have a chat and let me know what you thought about the podcast. Of course, also, if you are listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, please, I would hugely appreciate, like honestly, I'd hugely appreciate it if you can go and leave a review, for example, on your Apple, on your Apple podcast. If you could just leave a review, a five-star review for this podcast, telling you how it's helped you, how it's given you information, you know, obviously if it's been beneficial, Okay, you don't have to obviously give a review if it's not been beneficial. We're all we're all legit here. So yeah, if this whole podcast has been helpful, I really would appreciate it if you could leave like a five star review on Apple or any of your podcast platforms because it really does help kind of reach a, a bigger audience. It helps kind of me kind of spread this real nutrition information with more people, and it helps kind of just helps me make a better show for you. Okay, the bigger we grow, the better show I can provide for you, and you know the more support I can provide for you. So yeah, if you can leave me a five-star review, that'll be awesome. I'd really love you for it. And until next time, have a good one. Stay safe, okay, in these crazy times. Stay safe, please. And until next time, see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game elevate your nutrition game and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.